Hi, Cherise here with a special announcement. You can now enjoy select episodes of Detailed in video form. That's right. Detailed is now available on RCAT's YouTube channel. Now, you may be thinking, I already listened to the podcast. No need to watch it on YouTube. Well, trust me, if you don't want to miss out, even if you're an avid listener of the podcast, the video format is a completely different experience. Not only is it like hanging out with us, but you also get to hear parts of the conversation that were left on the cutting room floor. You can also see the photos, drawings, and video as we discuss the incredible projects that are featured. Come join us on YouTube. Follow the link in our show notes, and let's get into the details. This is an original podcast by RCAT. Try the number one most used website for finding building product information and save time and money. No registration is required with RCAT, so try it today and get ahead on your next project. Visit RCAT.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. Hi, Sharice here. I recently had the opportunity to join the RCAT team at Greenbuild's 2023 International Conference and Expo in Washington, D.C. Greenbuild's 2023 theme highlighted the decades-long legacy and unwavering commitment of the green building movement to transforming the built environment to serve, prepare, and protect our communities in a rapidly changing world. I spoke with several interesting people who are committed to that effort and had a ton of great insight to share. We are bringing those conversations to you here on the Detailed Podcast as bonus content. Enjoy. My guest for this episode is Sheil Carmacher, Director of Product Management at Honeywell Sustainable Buildings. Sheil is a Director of Offering Management in the Honeywell Connected Buildings business with specific focus on buildings and sustainability products. He has 12 plus years of experience across various roles in engineering and product management within Honeywell's buildings domain. Sheil, welcome to Detail. Thank you so How much, Jerese. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I'm thrilled. It's, it's thrilled. a pleasure to be here in the capital of U.S. I'm excited to have you today you. to talk about your products and sustainability. Here we are at Greenville, and I want you to teach me something, but let's start with sustainability. Mm-hmm. We all know sustainability, net zero, decarbonization, energy efficiency, just healthier buildings overall are more important than ever before. Mm-hmm. So tell me, what is Honeywell doing to step into this pool and to improve this environment and to provide more sustainable products? What efforts do you have going on? Teach me something. Absolutely. So before I talk about the product, that uh, Honeywell has, especially in the uh, building's domain for sustainability, I want to talk about a few trends that sort of drove Honeywell into this business. And Honeywell has been an energy company for over a couple of decades now. Our strength, core strength is on in the controls, building control side. But we pivoted into the sustainability journey mainly for two reasons. The first reason that I found out when I joined this team was 37 to 38% of the carbon emissions across the world come from buildings. Buildings that we occupy, buildings that we work in, buildings that we live in. 
And the second is 34% of the entire world's energy is from buildings. That in itself is a massive opportunity for us to do something about this space. And a lot of people think that, you know, most of the greenhouse emissions is from industrials. But this, when I found out about this, this blew my mind. And which is why I'm passionate about the, the offering that Honeywell launched about a year ago, which is called Honeywell Forge Sustainability Plus for Buildings, which is the platform. And we have two modules in that, carbon and energy management and power and demand management. The carbon and energy management platform is an end-to-end -end sustainability solution aimed at customers who are at different stages of their sustainability journey, managing their different uh, portfolio of buildings. It could be, it is aimed at for different personas, for example, a chief sustainability officer of, an, of a portfolio of buildings, or a portfolio owner or real estate developers. It caters to the needs of every, every single different persona that wants to make a difference in this energy reduction and carbon reduction goal that they have. The platform in itself is a cloud-based solution, which means that, and is a BMS agnostic solution, which means that it can essentially sit on top of any building management system, Honeywell or non-Honeywell, as long as they are on open standard protocols in order to create that different views for the end customers. Now, one of the interesting things is that as we talk to more and more customers about this solution, we have come across three different types of customers that we are dealing with. And that, that in a sense, captures the objective of the solution as well. So that's why I'm mentioning it that way. The first set of customers are who want to do something, who have maybe done some sort of a hard or a soft pledge around energy reduction and carbon reduction, but don't know where to start. You cannot optimize or reduce what you can't measure, right? Which means that these set of customers are first looking to understand their building portfolio. They want to understand what's my utility bill, what's my energy footprint, what's my energy use intensity, which is the amount of energy consumed per square feet. What's my carbon emissions, scope 1 and scope 2 carbon emissions, scope 1 being direct emissions from fuel being burnt on site, scope 2 being indirect emissions from the energy that is consumed from the grid. So that's one set of customers. So first we designed a package around that. The second set of customers are customers who have a good understanding of their energy portfolio in a building, but at the same time have a specific goal in mind want to get there but don't want to invest in ripping and replacing equipment. They want to optimize their building environment. Because if you replace equipment, yes, you will get energy savings, but the ROI and payback for those energy savings is 10 to 15 years. So for that, we designed what we call our optimized package, which understands the behavior of the different assets in a building and how they are functioning and with the help of machine learning algorithms, continuously optimizes the assets in an autonomous way to provide energy savings. And then, once we have gone through these two phases, there's a third set of customers who are essentially more mature in their sustainability journey, have implemented specific technologies, controls in place, but have sort of plateaued or they want to showcase to their stakeholders and help certify their buildings so that they can demonstrate the best practices of managing uh, managing the sustainability aspect of a building and build, increasing their brand value. And also 
maybe you know if it's a real estate developer charge more for their buildings because a, a greener building has you know has higher value that's where we we have devised solutions around decarbonization the ability to manage different sources of power if they have implemented renewable energy sources as well as helping them sustaining and certify through things like energy star score integration our partnership that we are working on with the well building institute or even green you know green building usgbc for lead certification so that's how the journey has evolved and that's our the approach of our solution towards sustainability within buildings wow so like option number 2 sounded a little bit like artificial intelligence is uh, that kind of is. what's going on it is it is it is uh, uh you know the the terminology artificial intelligence is thrown around a lot but essentially what is what it's doing is it's reducing the human intervention it's it's actually making us more efficient it's more machine learning i would say than 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 artificial intelligence yes you can use those terms in exchange of one another but essentially that's what it's doing it's it's autonomously optimizing the way that the and and in a transparent way that's important because it's not that it's doing it as a black box and that's something one thing i want to mention we are showing the results of the output that the algorithm is spitting out on the platform itself so that facility managers and energy managers who are and building owners who are utilizing this product have that transparent view so i'm assuming then that that machine learning is based on what's actually happening in the building and it's probably more accurate than how a human might log it and evaluate it because it's based on what's actually happening and then how that needs to be adjusted to be optimized correct great point i would use the word adaptable than accurate the reason is that for several years customers have thought that by just doing a setting in the bms system and leaving it as is will take care of the building energy control but that does it does not happen like that the context of the building is changing every day imagine a building in california if there's a forest fire the outdoor air conditions are not great is that the right time of the day to bring in fresh air into the building you will probably end up saving some some energy or you will but what will happen is it will deteriorate the quality of indoor air right so the point is that the context of the building is changing as it's operating and that is the part that these algorithms can understand better and which is why they can adapt to weather conditions and external conditions that have an impact on the energy consumption of a building genius so the next thing i'm going to ask you then is can you share with me a case study so you just told me a lot about what these new systems do now i want to hear about somewhere you've put it already tell me about a project where you've got your system operating and how that has changed the game for that project that building absolutely i'll take two examples okay uh, honeywell believes in uh, we are also an enterprise organization with multiple buildings across the world and we are creating technologies for buildings so we believe in dog fooding our own technology so one of the examples that i want to give is on headquarters right which is in charlotte north carolina the building in contention was uh, i mean we moved our headquarters very recently and it's a new building 
and it's a very energy energy efficient building already when it was because it's a newer building and you know the equipment is new and everything which is by the way that building also got lead gold certified recently so that's great news for us but the reason i'm highlighting that is because it's it's not your run of the mill building it's already energy efficient we deployed our solutions there and they have already seen a significant difference in their utility bills their energy consumption for the different assets that are running as well as the carbon emissions the scope 1 and scope 2 emissions they i don't think i'm permitted to give the exact numbers because it will anyways come out in our esg reports but that's one example the other example that i want to give is with a real estate developer which is an external customer that we are working with in global called global worth in europe they are a large real estate premium real estate developer who recently signed up with us for 51 buildings across eastern europe in order to deploy our solution they are basically deploying our entire technology stack we have already deployed about 11 of those different buildings out of the 51 because it's sort of ha- happening in a gradual way and we are already especially the, in the buildings in romania and in poland we are already starting to see significant energy savings and a drop in the energy consumption in the building in the range of and i can give you a range it goes from the range of 10% to 37% wow reduction yes that's impressive that's really impressive against their baseline of course for that aspect right good case studies You get a gold star on the calendar for that one. Okay, finally, tell me about I've talked to you a lot, but tell me specifically what sustainable products Honeywell has to offer to help us design professionals reach our goals. What what products do we need to know about? Sure. So, Honeywell is a large organization, so it has multiple businesses. But I guess in this context we're talking about the buildings and specifically the sustainability buildings aspect. So Honeywell has I would let me name three different types of offerings. Okay. The first one is our set of supervisor or building management supervisors that we offer across the globe in different shapes and forms uh, which help facility managers and energy managers manage the day-to-day aspects of a building building assets point data so that they can have better control over the, over the building so and and just to give you some idea an idea in the us we have for the hospitality segment we have incom which is a brand that's that's uh, you know specifically for hotels we have our uh, webs supervisor which is targeted toward commercial real real estate we have our opus magnum supervisor solution which is targeted toward multi site retail in europe we have uh, the la- one of the biggest brand names in the bms supervisor industry called trend which is a bms on prem bms supervisor we have cyberges controls which is you know based out of switzerland so we have a multi brand multi channel strategy in our bms supervisor space so those are some of the products that help with the day to day operations of the building management the second that i want to highlight is from a services perspective anivel has its own energy performance con- uh, contracting business where we work with uh, public sector mm-hmm. mush market which is the municipality and education market as well as the federal government space to help them identify energy conservation measures and implement those energy conservation measures with an energy guarantee so it's a services based offering it's an impressive offering uh, or a service for us the third is the part where we you know which i am part of which is our connected buildings space which is where we have the honeywell forge for buildings platform 
which is a cloud-based platform which brings everything together. The various aspects of a building, the fire, security, BMS, all of the different aspects. This platform focuses on six different outcomes. The Honeywell Forge for Buildings, sustainability being one of them, which is where we have our carbon energy management platform. Predictive maintenance or operational efficiency is another one, where we have our predictive maintenance offering. Compliance and cybersecurity are the two others, which are focused on the basically compliance and cybersecurity in a building. We have resiliency, where we are launching our power and demand management solution later on. And then we have security, which is where uh, security and, and life safety, which is where we have our cloud-connected fire, fire-based and security solutions. So these are the different products that sort of, you know, and the reason I mentioned them is because it sort of covers the different elements of the entire technology stack within a building. Wow. Yeah. Been busy over there, <laughs> haven't you? What do you see in the future? What What do you see happening in your arena? with buildings as we move forward? Where do you think we're going? Oh, that's a great question <laughs> and, and a broad one. Yeah. So I'm going to think about it a little bit. super specific. Yeah, but yeah I, I, I need to think about it. So I think, let me convert that answer into uh, things that I'm excited about okay. in the future. Perfect. Things that are happening in our space. The first one is uh, adoption of generative AI to drive this outcome of sustainability within within buildings and even energy management and carbon management. What's happening is we have a ton of data. We are doing a good job to some extent, at least within Honeywell, to contextualize that data. But customers don't understand their data. They understand information. With the adoption of generative AI increasing in our technologies, what will happen is we'll be able to meaningfully convert those data that we are gathering from different assets within a building into in meaningful information and recommendations that customers can choose to, you know, sort of implement within their buildings, thus achieving a better outcome. So that's one area I'm excited about. The second area I'm excited about is with the rise, and, and this relates to a problem statement as well, the rise of electricity costs, costs across the world, the increase in carbon tax uh, across the world. For example, Singapore and, and Canada already have a carbon tax in place and they're planning to increase that you know, many X, many folds over the next uh, few years, uh, and more and more countries will follow suit. What is happening because of this is, I think there will be a need in the future for us to be able to understand the dynamic electricity rates and the carbon tax rates and implement solutions which are more grid interactive. So what I'm talking about is grid interactive buildings, which will become a norm probably going forward and I think I'm very excited about what we can do in that space where we partner with utility providers to be able to create those grid interactive efficient buildings. I'm just trying to picture what this could look like. Let's say maybe a big office building that has a lot of different types of companies in one building. Do you see where you'd be able to maybe exclusively control areas like of the same floor? Yes, with the, with the granularity of data and sensors, yes, that will be possible. I'll give you an example. We are doing, we're working on something already, what we call zone level optimization, where we are understanding through various elements, the occupancy levels of different zones in a building and optimizing that particular zone itself. So if a let's say a particular zone in a building is not occupied for two days, then we are optimizing that zone to save energy. The moment it gets occupied, it becomes comfortable. So 
Yes, absolutely. That would be possible. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Shield, thank you so much for coming on today and talking to me about what's going on at Honeywell. What a great interview and full of information. I'm excited to go look into this more. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Cherise. I, I really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, visit rcat.com forward slash podcast to see photos, details, and more related project and product information that we discussed today. While you're there, take a look around rcat.com. For over 30 years, RCAT has been the resource for AEC professionals to find the right products for their project. Try RCAT and see how their tools can save you time and money and help you get ahead on your next project. Visit rcat.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot If you enjoyed the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and sharing this with your friends. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back to share more stories and lessons learned to help you navigate your next project.